Hey everybody, I'm Kevin Bergen on The Main Ingredient on 680 CJOB, and today is a very interesting show with Joel Carlton from Bee's Knees Bar Service later up in the show to tell us about the Scotch pop-up dinner at the Blaze Restaurant in the Delta Hotel, November 24th, but right now... I'm speaking with Nadine and Carl Dannenberg, owners of the Summit Cafe in Stony Mountain, which I had the pleasure of going to a few weeks ago. Are you guys the original owners? Uh, we are the original owners of Summit Cafe. Right. It used to be it, something else before that. It was a restaurant beforehand. Okay. What made you guys decide to... Is this your first restaurant? Yes, it is. What made you decide to go into the restaurant business? Um, well... Um, what are you looking at him for? So, well, we, we've been in the industry uh, most of our lives, and mm-hmm. um, and we wanted to be able to uh, get out of our workplace and affect change and be able to be creative and do our own thing, and if something's not working, make that change and have some fun while doing it. So we decided to take the ginormous leap right. and open a restaurant. And we chose uh, Stony Mountain because I'm a country girl. Um, my husband's a city slicker. He's slowly getting used to living out in the country on the back roads. Um, but yeah, no, small town. It's fantastic. Um, and it's a place that we own. So it's, it's, it's yours. good. It's ours. Yeah. When you guys decided to do it, you lived in Winnipeg and moved back to Stony yes. Mountain? Yes, that is correct. How was that for you? It was okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big city, so you know. <laughs> the standard answer. She's right here, Kevin. <laughs> I, I used to live in Toronto, so. You oh, know. did you really? Yeah. Oh wow. And then I moved to Ottawa, and that's how we met in Ottawa, working at a restaurant. And then she goes, "I want to go back home." Yep. So I said, "Okay, let's go." So you go from so it's Toronto, huge Toronto, to smaller Winnipeg, and then to Stone. Well, that's love, man. That's love, huh? She's. Ah, uh, <laughs> he's 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 got the better part of the deal, hands down. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love it. You guys are hilarious. All right, so let's talk about the restaurant itself. Okay, I came there, and the first thing I noticed is um, the floor. You guys have, like, a bazillion pennies in the floor. Not quite a bazillion. Well, we couldn't afford a, a bazillion. <laughs> um, yeah, we're kind of out-of-the-box thinkers, um, and uh, we needed to do new flooring. Uh, we were also trying to be careful with our pennies mm-hmm. as we were trying to do the design because we wanted to spend a lot of money on Carl's kitchen because that was where it needed most work. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the decor was kind of, let's see what we can do and be creative. Um, my sister is the also creative gene in our family and she was doing a project or a craft thing and tra- wanted to know how to glue pennies onto something and then she saw there was a restaurant called Liberty Bell in the United States mm-hmm. that had pennies on their floor. So she just kind of tabled it in her mind and then when we were looking at floor ideas she's like why don't we do pennies and at that time they were just phasing out. So I'm like oh, what a fantastic idea. No convincing. You thought it was great. Oh gosh yeah but like we're just off the wall thinkers so. What about the work to do it? Okay so she's saying let's do pennies. <laughs> okay well how do well, we do this? Well that's the funny thing is um, while we're doing it and she does this a lot with our unique projects um whose idea was this? And we're always like, it was your idea. Uh, halfway through, that's when you're asking that question. <laughs> yeah. When you're actually doing the work. Yeah, we had amazing family and friends. There was about 10 to 12 of us that came out. It was over, I think, an Easter weekend. So we worked Friday, Saturday, Sunday, about 10, 12-hour days. We did feed them with food, no alcohol, though, because we had to make those pennies straight. No, yeah, for sure. So, yeah. You give them alcohol when you're done. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, no, actually, it was a lot of fun. It turned out to be a little bit competitive because some people were trying to get to their corner done first before the other corner, and so, That's yeah. okay. Yeah, so it was, it was a lot of fun. Okay, so how many pennies are on that floor? You guys had a contest before where someone had to guess how many pennies yes. were in the floor or mm-hmm. on the floor. Yep. 
How many are there? And how close was the person who actually won? There's well, no way they got a bang on, right? No. Uh, we have 197,000. No, 196. 197,365. Yes, there we There's go. This guy. Yeah, see, look at he knows his numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as, and the guesses, it was actually quite interesting. Some were like 2,000, some were like 3 million. I'm like, well, if I have Someone 3 million. Someone said 2,000? Like, yeah. really? Come on now. <laughs> like, really? Yikes! Yeah, and I think the closest. I think it was two hundred thousand was the 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 guess. Well, that's not bad. Yeah, so they were pretty bang on. We didn't have very many of them though. Most of them were either way way over yeah. or way way under, yeah. uh, with only one or two that were in the in that area. Okay. Yeah. Um, speaking of more creativity, the Bad books. Room. Yes, the again, that was my sister's idea. Really? Um, my mom had a whole bunch of uh, the. Uh, Dick and Jane, the English and French versions yep. of the books. And we were, again, looking for something creative uh, to cover the walls with. And so we hodgepodged, um, or actually used wallpaper glue, um, all these pages of the books. So a lot of sisterly bonding went on in that small, tiny little bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I think, at midnight one night where we started doing, doing it. There? Never mind. Yeah, we started doing it very, you know, pasting the pages. By the end, we were dunking our hands in it and smushing it all over the walls. Yeah. And it worked out really how, well. How do you seal it? Like, how do you use... There's an epoxy over top oh, of it. Oh, same thing. Yeah. Like the floor, right? Yeah, exactly. That's cool. Exactly. And all the roses they made. Yes, all the little roses. What do you um, mean? You didn't uh, see the border? No. There was a, the, all the roses. We made little roses in I the didn't border. see that. <gasps> You'll have to check out our website. I, I think know. there's a picture on the website. You know, I'll just have to come back and eat. Yeah, that too. <laughs> That's a better yes, idea. Yes, even think? better idea. Yes. All right. Okay, so let's talk about the food, of course. Because it's a cafe, you make food. So if someone asks me what type of food the Summit Cafe makes, I say... I would say they use... Simple yet high ingredients, like high quality ingredients, mm-hmm. um, and they make comfort food with a modern twist. Hmm. When you two are creating the menu, who? Okay, so I'm, I'm assuming it was a back and forth of you two creating the menu together. Uh, yeah, and and we had some help from family and mm-hmm. friends actually. So we did some test tasting with family and friends, and my sister also um, came up with some really great ideas um, on the menu. Um, so yeah, I guess we just we enjoy going out to eat, and we also enjoy cooking at home. Right. So we kind of based on what would we like to have, and again, we're uh, not Red Seal culinary chefs. Um, uh, my husband is self-taught and uh, has been in the business all his life. So it was just a matter of let's we're not making things complicated. We're right. just bringing in high quality ingredients, just very simple fare, putting them together in unique ways and just thinking out of the side of the box again. All right. Was that a hard task making the menu? Was it how long oh, did it yeah. take? Always is make a hard thing to do making a menu because you've got to go through the decisions of what you're gonna put in it. Right. How much time you can do it in. Because you don't want people to wait too long. Yeah, that's going to gonna be a huge fact so that you don't really think the of. The thing right? is, is you have to make it fast or qu- easy enough so people can do it if we're not here. Right. So we had to make sure that, that was one of the things we could do. Hmm. Is that hard sometimes when you guys aren't there to? Well, have we the... really are not there. I would say Carl is more of a one-man show in the kitchen. Oh, really? Um, yeah. It's generally, I mean, again, I can help out in the kitchen. I would never want to replace his shoes because I don't have his finesse, mm-hmm. as I've mentioned before. Um, but generally, we are really, we wear most of the hats. And then we have some amazing staff as well who work with us. Yep. Um, but majority of the time, we're always there. If we are not both of us there, then we usually shut down for a few days for a holiday and whatnot. Gotcha. Maybe one day we'll get there, but Maybe. not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Vacation? What are you talking about? Back with more talk about the Summit Cafe with Nadine and Carl as we dive into their menu here on The Main Ingredient on 680 CJOB. Nadine and Carl from the Summit Cafe are here at 680 CJOB on The Main Ingredient, and we're going to talk about things on their menu that caught my eye. So I'll bring them up to you, Nadine, and you can talk about them, okay? The BLT Bacon Marmalade. 
You guys brought one for me tonight, and I love you for it. It is pretty awesome, actually. This is um, something uh, my sister brought to the table as something unique uh, to do. Again, instead of a basic sliced BLT, sliced bacon BLT, mm-hmm. um, we take uh, bacon and onions and slowly cook it in things like yummy stuff like wine and maple syrup and molasses. And those are terrible things. Nobody yes, likes those. Fantastic. Things. So it's kind of like infused bacon. It's got like sweet and a bit of spice to it. Serve with our pretzel bun it's yeah, fantastic the pretzel bun part that's that's what i really mm, like that sounds really so good. good fantastic we gotta hurry this up so i can eat this thing yes exactly um, okay so the barbecue pulled pork mac and cheese that sounds really good yeah that was kind of an off the wall we had some pork we had brought in for something and we wanted to use it for something mm-hmm. so we did a special i think it was a special right it's pulled pork and coleslaw on a on a bun, yep. and then, and then, but I wanted to do something a little bit more different than that. So I had seen a, a casserole with macaroni and pulled pork, and then I said to Carl, well, I don't know if I want to make casserole. As Carl says, we want to make things easy and quick. So right. I said, well, why don't we make it into a sandwich? And then that's kind of how we created it. And then it became popular, so it was added onto our menu. Yeah, people and, like it. Well, right away, it sounds good. Yeah. So when the first few people tried it, obviously they liked it, right? Yeah, exactly. Yes, and then we've changed the bread. And it's even time. better now. Yeah. You change what? The, the bread. bread. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. The bread's even better than it was. So it's even actually different than it was on um appeared on the show. So nice. yeah. Yeah. Got a million things to try when I go there. Um spicy chorizo burger. Spicy chorizo burger. Um that again, yeah. Again I And that thing looks huge. It looks how oh, many yeah. patties are in there? Like it looks it, big. It's two patties. Is it? Yeah, and it has queso sticks in it as well. So it has a chorizo patty, um, and then a quarter pound patty. Layered with jalapeno jack cheese, um, and then we also have the queso sticks, which is kind of like um, it's a Mexican cheese stick mm-hmm. uh, for that crunch, and the lettuce and tomatoes and pickles and chipotle lime. It's delicious. Yes, it sounds good. Well, my last thing off the kids' menu, and you got to say it for me, the cheese crunch. Oh, the cheese uh, crunch croque monsieur. Yes, yes. Yes. A little bit different. Again, something fun for the kids. Uh, we make a grilled cheese. Kids love the grilled cheeses. But we thought we'd put some cheese puffs in it just for fun. Yeah, my daughter loves cheese puffs. Yeah. She would literally just, oh, my God. <laughs> when I saw that, I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. That's awesome. All right. Um, and, again, going back, my old school ways, slush puppies and root beer floats. Oh, yes. That's, that's a must. We do have a little bit of an ice cream parlor attached mm-hmm. to the restaurant, and we do soft serve in the summer, ice cream year-round, because you can't not eat ice cream year-round. Right. Come on. So, yes, we have our root beer floats and milkshakes we make with hard ice cream, thick milkshakes, and we have slush puppies. The kids love those. So I just love the term slush puppy. It reminds <laughs> me of literally when I grew up. Okay, so you guys being in the studio. It's a chorus entertainment company. This is your second time being interviewed by Chorus Entertainment because you were on You Gotta Eat Here. Yeah. So let's talk about how that came about and um, how it was. Um, well, we were extremely fortunate. We had uh, one of our amazing clients um, write into them, mm-hmm. and she had notified us uh, via Facebook that she'd wrote in. I said, oh, thank you so much. It just tickles us that you consider that we'd be good enough to be on the show. And, and it kind of just whatever yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Sure. Like, yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah, we don't think about it. Uh, so I could probably literally say when the gentleman called me on the phone, I probably almost fell off my chair because mm-hmm. um, we never uh, thought we would be considered. We were a new restaurant at the time. Um, and then it was months of interviews and phone calls and photos, and uh, and then we were selected to be on the, on the episode. Um, so I, I like to describe it with uh, our customers and such that it's like your wedding day. You plan and plan and you're excited and then the event comes and then you're nervous and excited and stressed all in one and then poof, the day's gone. And then the next day you're like, shucks, I should have taken 
a little bit more time and mm. savor it every single second because it still seems surreal that he was there. Yeah, it is kind of cool. Like yeah. I said, it looked really great in the episode. I, I watched it today. I watched it, yeah, today online, and it's yeah, it's really good. Yeah, they did an amazing job. The amazing crew to work with, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, they were fantastic. It's the same thing you're going to say once you leave here. Of course, you know, Ke- amazing. Kevin was amazing. What an amazing uh, crew. Hands down, I said that after you came to try it. After I came to eat all your food. Yes, sure you exactly. <laughs> I said, do you know who that is? <laughs> They're like who? <laughs> like really black dudes in over there. Um, <laughs> Um, lasagna soup. You guys serve that on the episode. Do you guys still serve that? Once in a while is a special, yeah. The people, I'm, I'm assuming that's popular, right? It's delicious. It looks really good. Yeah. It's we have to make almost two pots. When we do do when it. When we do yeah. it. What's in lasagna soup? Like, how do you make la- soup out of, la- out of lasagna? Well, it's, it's not really a lasagna thrown into a pot. Right. Um, but it's just really those ingredients. So, like, tomatoes and uh, ground It's just beef. basically the lazy man lasagna. and we just Lazy, put, that's my favorite word. Bro. <laughs> Instead of having the pasta all in it, it's yeah. just all in a bowl of liquid soup yeah. called. Just all thrown in there, yeah. slopped yeah. in. Yeah, it's got What's ricotta that? cheese and, yeah. you know. Yeah. Tomatoes, beef, and then we use different onions. noodles. You know, we don't use we don't the same use lasagna noodles, noodles, but we use like yeah, we macaroni use or penne, it, yeah. whatever we have on hand. Whatever's we'll sticking it. around. I gotcha. Yeah, sounds cool. La Burger Week. I came in there for La Burger Week at the Jailhouse Blues Burger. Let's talk about how that week was for you and how that burger went over. The burger was awesome, but maybe you can talk about it. Um, well, we were um, very excited. The last two um, years that was there we kind of missed the boat on that uh we were away on holidays the year before and we said this year no we got to try Le Burger week and get in there and have some fun with it um again we like trying different things and being creative so that kind of helped us stretch our mind and come up with something new and we were super excited because we were out of town we didn't know you know if we would get anybody right. so um we we sold i know to some city places a measly 252 burgers for the week but for us that was sensational mm-hmm. um i know some places sold that in one day but well, that's because uh, well, of numbers yeah. you know and uh, but we're a small little town and and the fact that so many people came out to give us a try and and a lot of people really enjoyed the burger it's awesome right yeah. everybody supports your restaurant too i'm sure yeah. a lot of people love it, it is yeah and again the the restaurant was a tribute to um the men and women who do work at the penitentiary because most people think of stony mountain think of oh there's just the jail there totally um, but there's a wonderful little town behind it and uh yeah so they were celebrating their anniversary as well this year so it was a really great way to, to segue those two things together. And that's kind of how we came up with the, the Jailhouse uh, Blues Burger, because it's got the blue cheese, blue cheese as well as it had the uh, blueberry uh, balsamic mayo that we had made. Yes, those two things really mm-hmm. made it really. I, I love blue cheese. Those two things made it nice. All that food talk has made me literally starving. So we're going to take a break for sports, news, and weather so I can scoff down this bacon marmalade BLT that Nadine and Carl brought me from the Summit Cafe. And then we'll return with more made ingredient. Be right back. Welcome back to The Main Ingredient. I'm Kevin Bergen, and that bacon marmalade BLT was awesome. But now we're talking burgers with Nadine and Carl from the Summit Cafe at Stony Mountain. So let's talk about your Build-A-Burger program. That sounds self-explanatory, but maybe you can expand on that. It's basically you can make your own burger. You pick your half pound or a quarter pound, and you can add whatever you want on it. And it's just like some people go crazy, and some people don't. And it's just up to them. I've had a burger with 19 items on it at one time. 19? Yeah. Well, that counts sauces too, but yeah. That's still a lot of stuff. <clears throat> yeah. It is. That's yeah. That's crazy. 
Yeah, we've done some burger competitions of name your burger and and that kind of such and looking to doing that again. Um, When we were developing the menu, when we were trying to figure out what we wanted, we wanted a burger on the menu, but Mm. we're like, well, but when I make burgers at home, I want this, this, and this, and this. Um, So then we're like, well, how could we can minimize just having one or two burgers on the menu? And then we kind of came up, well, oh, we're kind of shooting some ideas around and let's do a -a Build-A-Burger. So then people can build uh, burgers, hot dogs, quesadillas. Um, it does make it easier because usually you're either ordering a specific burger than removing things or adding things. Exactly. It's kind of like, you know what, yep, this here's is a clean slate. Exactly. And add whatever you yeah, want. Sweet. And we'll make it whichever can, way. You, the way you like your burgers could be different than what your wife likes or what yeah. we totally. like. Or, right. You yeah. know, like you like spicy, your wife might not like spicy. Right. Yeah. You know? so, so, I mean, we have like chorizo uh, patties, we have shrimp and onion yeah. strings. Chili. And, you know. yeah, yeah. So, so many options. That is good. I do like burgers, and I love that idea. Parents on the go specials. What is that? Um, that's something new. We kind of just started, um, kind of having fun with that whole um, Bitmoji. Mm-hmm. Social media is still fairly new for me, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> so I created a Bitmoji of myself. Um, and uh, isn't it neat? I like that. It I is like that. fun. Yeah, I don't change my clothes very often. I usually leave the same outfit on, but yep. you know, how dare you? <laughs> I know. I don't have time. To She's wearing the same thing again. <laughs> Um, we're all busy. I mean, we run a restaurant. We have two kids. Um, the kids are busy in activities. Yep. How old are we, the kids? Uh, they are... 15 and 13. Yes, oh, thank yeah, you. You guys are in, like, <laughs> yeah, in the heart of it, man. They're yeah, busy. exactly. So um, we know what it's like. It's busy. Um, we're guilty, too. We own a restaurant. It's funny. We're there all day, and sometimes we don't even eat. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, um, so, you know, people are on the fly. So... Um, we uh, create specials um, in hopes to make things a little easier. We just started um, a kind of like our winter promo. So hockey's really big in town. Yep. Um, so like a four-burger family pack is uh, kind of what we're, we're looking at. And again, they just call in and we'll have it ready. Oh, usually that's our cool. Orders, yeah, that's nice. yeah, Our orders usually only take about five, ten minutes. Yep. Usually we're pretty quick. Um, and again, we use fresh quality ingredients. So yes, it might be burger and fries, but at least you know that they're hand-cut fries. Right. And, you know, you it's know nothing it. frozen. We don't use processed cheese. Right. So um, yeah, so it's we're hoping that that'll make lives easier for everyone all around. And the rink's just up the street, right? Around the corner. Yeah, around, around the, the corner, corner, yeah. Yeah, so most people can just order yeah. and boom, just yeah, go to the exactly. rink or right after they're done, just order and go home, right? Exactly. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, and awesome. figure skating, too, is pretty popular there, too. And there's the ski hill as well. Oh, so. that's right. Yeah, that's right. it's a winter town. It is, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I know you guys do private bookings and you do a date night. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about those two things. Okay. Um, private bookings is something we're just slowly starting to get into. And again, it's based on what our customers are asking for. Right. You know, um, our space is cute and unique and um, it's a great size. It can hold up to 45, 50 people. Mm-hmm. So it's a good size for, for most people who are having a function. Right. Um, so now we are actually closing down on certain days of the week. I know disappoint some of our regulars, but um, it gives us an opportunity to do something different um, with some of our regular clients and Mm -hmm. celebrate their special birthday or an anniversary. Um, just to make it more special. Might maybe even try a few things that they haven't tried before. Exactly, because what we usually do in those is is something off of, not off our regular menu. It's usually something else that we make. Um, The date nights, uh, we started, when we first opened, we were doing date nights regularly, uh, once a month. You were doing date Um, nights just so you guys could have a date night? No. (laughs) (laughs) Date nights? My my son's back there cooking. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it works. My 13-year-old's back there doing all the cooking for us. Chris's going to hang out and have some wine here. So we call it date nights. I mean, I guess it doesn't have to be dates. Friends can come out. Yep. Um, but again, it's an opportunity to dress up the restaurant is what we call it and have fun and do something that's off of our, not off our regular menu. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
uh, now we've kind of moved it down to just, you know, three to four times a year. So New Year's Eve is a big one, Valentine's Day. Uh, we also do a New Year's Day uh, breakfast um, and Mother's Day brunch as well. And we create like a five or six course meal. Again, make most of the items from scratch or incorporating items that we're making from scratch. So again, just give us an opportunity to play and do something different. And, and the restaurant always looks so nice when it's got tablecloths and yeah, candlelight yeah. and flowers. And, and um, we've actually had one client, I know she was just joking, but she was like, oh, I love these date nights. She goes, I can even leave my kid at home with the baby monitor and still be able to come out for <laughs> a nice dinner. <laughs> <clears throat> like, without um, having to go what? all the way into the city, right? Because a lot of people, I mean, it's, you know, 20 yep. minutes into the city. Mm-hmm. But vice versa, I mean, people who are from the city can drive out to see us. Right. And we're just a nice little getaway. Nice, sure. relaxing environment. Um, usually New Year's Eve we have, and, and Valentine's Day we have live music. So it's, you know, an opportunity for it to work both ways. So people from town can have a nice elegant dinner out. Right. And then people maybe from the city can enjoy a nice quiet because it's not as chaotic as it might be in the city right. for special events like right yeah yeah sometimes special. it gets kind of ugly <clears throat> like usually me and my wife we do either go early like a few dates early before never on the actual valentine's day or whatever because it's just kind of yeah a little bit <clears throat> crazy and just rather yeah. spend the time going on a regular day acting like it's a special day because exactly. it's whatever you make it right exactly yeah all right let's get some basic info on where you guys are located how people get a hold of you for more information or for uh, you know or to book. All right. Uh, we are located in Stony Mountain, so 23 Main Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're at the top of the hill. It's a small town, so if you miss us, you just go up and down a few streets, and you should be able to find us. <laughs> or just ask the first guy you see. <laughs> yeah, hey, um... exactly. We're across from the grocery store, so we're pretty easy, Main and Memorial. Um, we really are 10 minutes north of the perimeter on Highway 7. I would say only about 20 minutes to get to Polo Park. And it, as you mentioned, it didn't take us long to get no, here tonight. No, not at all. And like we, you guys left there at we 7? We left at 7 we and we got here in 20 minutes. Yeah, and the oh. roads were a little bit icy. Yeah. I might drive a little bit fast, but I wasn't driving too Carl? fast this time. Well, she drive fast? Yeah, he's, no. he's going <laughs> to play. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> she says, I drive faster than her. So, you know, I, I took the boys one day. She goes, you're back already? Like, yeah. What do you do? Fly. <clears throat> I drive slow, honey. Yeah. I swear. Uh, we also have a website, summitcafe.ca. Mm-hmm. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Um, and, uh, yeah, they can uh, forward any questions or uh, via phone, email. Um, They're super responsive. You are online quite a bit, right? Pardon me? You are online quite a bit. You're very yes, responsive. Yes, we're trying to. to yes, yeah, sometimes I, I, if I'm really busy one week, I might not get into it as right. much. But, yeah, no, we are. We try to keep everyone up to date as to what's going on. Also, if you're from out of town, I always, always suggest check out our website first to see if we happen to be closed for a special event or if we do happen to take a day off once in a while. Right. That might be off our regular. How dare memory. you take a day off? I How know. dare you? Oh, they're so nice. <laughs> <laughs> we only get one a, one a week, you know, or so maybe nice. sometimes yeah, we'll get. And that's a good point. Uh, we're open Tuesday to Saturday from 11 to 8 cl- oh. and 11 to 7 on Sundays. Closed on Mondays. Gotcha. Yeah. So you guys have Mondays off? No, oh, Mondays, well, no. Mondays, Mondays just, grocery no, no, day. Yeah, I was about to say that. If you're taking Mondays. Mondays, yeah. like grocery shopping, yeah, doing all those prep things, or but something like that. Occasionally oh, put our feet up, so. But yeah. That's a day we can clean and no one's bothering you. Yes. All you're doing is catch up, yeah, catching up on things that you don't have time to do because you're running the business. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Wow. And those piles of laundry. For some reason, the kids haven't grasped that concept yet of doing the laundry. Oh, my God. Don't bring that up to my wife. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Our lawn, our washing machine just broke down like for a couple of days. So oh. I had to get another one. Those two days, I'm like, oh, man, it's amazing how much clothes can pile up. <laughs> so, yeah, my kids have, they haven't grasped on that, too. Um I digress just a tiny little bit. <laughs> thanks for coming in, you guys. <laughs> it's oh, been thanks. a pleasure. Oh, Thank awesome. you so much.
Now that I'm done talking to Nadine and Carl from the Summit Cafe about the laundry in my house, the main ingredient is going to take a little break. And when we return, I'm going to talk to Joel Carlton from Bees Knees Bar Service, and he's going to talk about the Scotch pop-up dinner coming up November 24th. We'll be right back. Kevin Bergen here on the main ingredient on 680 CGOB with Joel Carlton from Bees Knees Bar Service. How are you, man? I'm good. How are you doing, brother? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, we've known each other for a little while. It's strange that this is your first time here, hey? Uh, in CGOB Lounge? In, no, me and you talking on the main ingredient. Oh, well, of course. We've yes, talked it is. about this a million I think, I think we have chatted time. many times before at events yes. or in-house, but uh, the main ingredient always fun to be here thank you sir thank you for coming all right so those who don't know you Mm -hmm. maybe you can talk about uh, a little bit about yourself and uh bees knees bar service yeah well myself so i've been in uh, cocktail and mixology for years now doing competitions all across canada and of course around winnipeg and i just love cocktails and giving people a really nice exciting new fresh flavor that they haven't had before and so my business, the Bees Knees Bar Services, is a craft cocktail firm, basically. And we do private parties in people's homes. We assist restaurants and bars and, and cocktail places with their menus or recipes or staff training. And we also work for major liquor brands, uh, both local and national or international, to help them with events or recipes or stuff like that. You are a busy man. That I know. Yes. Well, I you got to stay busy, right? Life is only fun when you're learning. Of course. Um, we did the... Uh the Valentine's dinner last year at the mm. Era Bistro. We did. One thing that impressed me about you was your work ethic. You were crazy. You made, mm. I can't remember what drink you made for every, there was like 70 people and you made mm-hmm. that cocktail that had like uh, a with million. With the egg white and the grapefruit. Yes. And I had to shake it up. You and and you served it to everybody. What yeah. was that about? Well, I was just confused that you thought I was just going to make like four or five, man. Like, <laughs> it was I, crazy. I, I go big or I go home, Kevin. That's just how I do it. And I don't go home often. So uh, I just had to get her done. But thank you. That's high praise indeed, sir. No, and it was a great drink. All right. So literally, I consider you to be a liquid chef. You are all about fresh ingredients, fresh juices, uh, well-made cocktails. Um, so I'm wondering, what does someone like you drink when you're off work, when work mm-hmm. ends for you? Mm, uh, an excellent question. And I actually get this question a lot. Um, back in the day when I was on bar and people would ask me, what do you drink when you go home from a hard day slinging cocktails? I'd say, uh, Keystone Red. And they'd say, oh, wow, how do you make that? <laughs> but it was just a cheap beer. Um, these days I actually drink like um, higher quality IPAs and local craft breweries, um, putting out great products in Winnipeg. So I drink that stuff as well. But um I also love whiskey a lot, like neat, usually to get a lot of the flavor and aroma out of it, or in uh, whiskey-forward cocktails like Old Fashions or um, Boulevardiers or stuff like that. Um, Martinez's, those are amazing too with gin or with mezcal. So I just love cocktails and beer and pretty much all that stuff. Speaking of um, Old Fashions, I saw you on Global TV. Mm-hmm. Making an old fashioned with rum ah, with Mike Conkin. Yes, good old right Mike. For, was that Rum Week or Rum Month? What uh, was that? It was National Rum Week. Yes, uh, which is uh, across North America and I, I, certainly the world for rum spirits. And it was a celebration of rum, rum cocktails, and rum lovers. So I was on Global TV, and I think I did uh, a few breakfast televisions. Actually, mm-hmm. I did like a few hits that day, and it was very, very exciting. Uh, a great time for rum in Winnipeg. All right, let's talk about the Scotch pop-up dinner at the Blaze Restaurant in the Delta mm-hmm. Hotel on the 24th. What's going on there? How did this event take shape? Yeah, so that's Scotch dinner on the 24th at the Delta. It's uh, my next upcoming hot uh, event. And so that took shape. I was uh, It was actually a few months ago that I was in Toronto for the Bar Institute programming. I was teaching a course at the Drake Hotel, and I had a meeting. We were sitting down with uh, the Reserve Brand Ambassador or, uh, or Territory Manager for Central Canada out there in Toronto, and he was chatting with me about exciting ideas for the Winnipeg market. 
market and how he thinks that Winnipeg is ready uh, and thirsty for more exciting dinner pop-ups, beverage events, and that they're raring to learn about culinary and beverage stuff, um, which is which is what the event's all about. And I totally agreed with him. For sure. So, a, I agree uh, with that 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we're more and more ex- uh, outgoing. The consumer base in Winnipeg is more and more adventurous and they want to, they're asking lots of questions. They want to try new stuff. So um, with with their support, we put together an idea and crafted this uh, this exciting food and beverage event for November 24th at the Delta. All right. First, let's uh, let's talk about the food part. There's a three course, uh, three course, three course dinner and mm-hmm. a chef demonstration. And it's funny because I think I told you I just had beers with uh, with Phil. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, like literally last guys? Saturday, we were at uh, at um, Brazen Hall. Nice. Yeah, we Good had stuff. beers and uh, got to know each other. He's a super nice guy. I like. He him. is. Yes. Phil's yes. very passionate. He's got he a lot is. of heart. He's a really nice guy too. Yep. Like, you'll you'll just won't meet a nicer, more kind, humble guy. So I knew that I wanted to reach out to him to chat with him and bounce some ideas off of him to do a chef demonstration at this upcoming um, Bowmore Scotch dinner. And so um, what we're going to do is, is we're going to demonstrate to folks how to shuck an oyster because he thinks that people love oysters, but they need just a little bit of help with the exact technique of how to get that knife in there and open it without hurting yourself Mm -hmm. and also how to eat the delicious oyster. And we're also going to do, so he's going to show you how to do that, uh, the chef demonstration at this event. And then also we're going to do it, pour a little bit of scotch in there and do an oyster luge and shoot back the oyster with the scotch all oyster at the same time. Luge. I love the way <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting uh, <laughs> term. Um, yeah. So that's <laughs> that's the idea. <laughs> all right, you'll be doing I'm assuming you're doing the mixology portion of it, right? Uh, I may be. There, I may be or one of my uh, mixologists that's going to be there as well is going to do it, but right. um What does that involve? Yeah, so what we wanted to do is we wanted people to leave with taking something away other than, you know, this uh, incredible experience and whatnot, we wanted them to take away some learning, something that they could use at home, something that they can use to improve their own food and beverage experiences for themselves or their friends at home or or abroad. So we're going to teach them how to make a cocktail, a craft cocktail with scotch, and it's going to be easy. It's going to be straightforward. You don't need any fancy tools or anything, and anybody can do it. And we really love to share and spread the wealth of knowledge that we have with with, uh, the folks at these events. So I got you. All right. So, hey, it's a scotch event. Maybe we can talk about the scotch that uh, that you brought with you today. I did, yes. And uh, the one that's going to be featured at the event. I just opened it on the mic. I'm pouring a little splash of the Bowmore 12 right here. Delicious. A lightly peated Isla. And uh, yeah, Bowmore scotch is delicious. I think it's a really good entry-level scotch. For folks that are just kind of trying to dip their feet in the the Isla heavily peated scotch category Mm -hmm. that Scotland has, because it is a little bit lighter, and it's got lots of really redeeming notes of brown sugar and caramel and toffee, a little bit of raisins and prunes in there, and uh, it's just very nice and easy drinking. I love it. Yeah, it's nice. What what other kind of categories are there for scotch? There's, you know, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that may be intimidated by, you know, the information and different kinds of scotch, so maybe we can give them a brief... Cole's Notes version. Absolutely, yeah. So Scotch whiskeys, um, 100% malt barley made in Scotland, um, the style of which originated there. And the regional uh, diversity, we've got Highland, Lowland, Speyside, and Isla, all with different flavor expressions. Most scotches are peated. They germinate the malt barley um, with peat smoke, um, which occurred out of the, the desire or the, or the need, the mandate to use that because there wasn't a lot of like wood to cut down and burn in, in the Scottish region. Um, 
And so the different regions have different flavors and stuff. Then there's also blended scotch as well. But we're going to be touching on the lightly peated Isla, which is the Beaumore scotch for this event. Gotcha. You're making a scotch cocktail too. Is that, is, mm-hmm. is that correct? Yeah, yeah. We're, it's, uh, it's a secret now. It's a super secret recipe. <laughs> we're very excited to bring that out. You're going to tell me after out. we go off the air, right? Right, yeah. No, for sure. Um, there might even be more than one. We're still just kind of like playing with lots of ideas, pairing it to the food. Uh, the whiskey's in the food. So we're pairing the cocktails awesome. with the whiskey to the food that has the whiskey in it. Like it's all, it's all crazy and tons of fun so we're just kind of banging all that out now and we can't wait to go and make all these cocktails uh, on uh, Friday November 24th so all right so let's give let's give people basic information on Mm -hmm. where they can purchase tickets and remind us where and when the event is indeed yes so we're very lucky to have uh, collaboration with the Winnipeg tasting tours they are the premier tasting tour destination awesome. in hey, Winnipeg. I idea. love those guys. They're yep. killing it. Usually they do beer tours, but they mm-hmm. also have another, uh, a whole bunch of other really cool events like singles nights and other stuff coming up. But anyways, so uh, that's where you can buy tickets. WinnipegTastingTours.ca, all spelled out, no abbreviation. And you can uh, just click on the date on their calendar and you can get tickets there online. And the event is at the Delta Hotel downtown, November 24th, Friday, a Beaumore Scotch dinner with three courses, appetizers, welcome cocktail, paired cocktails, scotches, demonstrations, and a whole ton of fun. Uh, Doors are 6.30 p.m., dinner's at 7 p.m., so should be a good time. You know, you really got to get over this... um shyness that you have you don't really talk very much sorry You're very shy and introverted you may sorry want to kevin come out of your shell it's true kevin i well that's why i'm coming out here and practicing <laughs> on air <laughs> thanks for coming buddy <laughs> thank you kevin thank you for having me thank you joel carlton from bees knees bar service for coming down to 680 cjob to give us info on the scotch pop-up dinner taking place november 24th at the blaze restaurant which is in the delta hotel downtown also, thanks to Nadine and Carl from the Summit Cafe in Stony Mountain for bringing me some food and talking about the restaurant, but mostly for bringing me food. That's it for the main ingredient today. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoyed the show, and I'll be back next week with some other awesome local guests. And if you miss a show on the air, you can subscribe to the main ingredient on iTunes. I'll see you. I'll, well, I'll, I'll talk to you next week.